Do this one, Casey. Okay. The title is, I invited girl to my place for dinner. Hello, Reddit. In office, which I work... Should I try to make this make sense? Yeah, censor it as you go. Or not censor it, but you know what I mean. I'll try. Okay. So it's, I invited a girl to my place for dinner. In the office where I work, I met a very nice girl. We went out a few times after work together, and then I invited her to dinner at my place. And she said, yes, congratulations. Uh, He was really nervous. He is really nervous, and he doesn't want to mess things up. He's going to cook dinner for her and then offer her a wine or beer. And he says he has no interest in getting her drunk or anything like that. Um, but he says he doesn't know what to do after they eat dinner. He really likes her, and he wants to be not boring. Um, they've only known each other for three weeks. Um, and again, they're co-workers. She sometimes brings him breakfast at work. That's cool. Um, and he thinks she likes him. Uh... So what does he do after dinner, I guess, is the question. Obviously, Netflix. <laughs> Whip out the Switch and get on some Mario Kart. Yes, so I would say... Oh, Mario Kart. Um, oh, them? <laughs> I thought you were talking to us. <laughs> um, I would say... Okay, there's lots of suggestions here. Some of them are apparently inappropriate and being censored. I'm just gonna not read. <laughs> Okay, so as our good friend Pi here suggested, um, video you can, games. You can play games of the video, card, or board variety, depending on what you and she are both into. Um, you can. <laughs> <laughs> you can whisper twitch.tv slash geneticist into her ear. Yes, absolutely. Um, you could think of something. I think it depends on if you want to say like at your place or go outside. Like if you want yeah, to go. Yeah, if you out, want to say at your house, that's kind of more forward. Yeah. You know, if you offer, if you say like, do you want to go for, out for ice cream or like a drive? Then that's more casual. Yeah, I, I think it's less pressure. Yeah, like I think. It's a little, like, if there's a park nearby and you can, like, go walk around or, like... If it's like, safe at night. Or if there's, like, local, like, low-key music that you could go and chill at. Um, all that stuff is kind of enjoyable. Like, if you if there are low-key bars or places like that where you could, like, kind of sit in the back and have the music as a distraction, but also be far enough away that you can talk if you want to. That's, yeah, that would be a really ideal setting. I think the perfect thing to do is just stay open to what she wants to do. So, like, after dinner, be like, okay, we could, like, stay here and watch a movie, or we could go out and get ice cream and see what she wants to do. Like, obviously, if she, like, wants to stay at your apartment, it's probably... Like, more of a, like, oh, let's, like, cuddle. <laughs> but if she wants to go out, it might be more of a friend thing. But not necessarily. Like, I just th- keep feeling it out. Don't plan anything too rigidly. Like, I know I've been on dates where they're, like, very rigidly planned, and I don't, like, feel like I have any say in what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Not, like, to a 
a criminal point. <laughs> but, like, it's, like, very planned, like, and I don't really like that. I like at least having the illusion of choice. <laughs> like, being given, like, two choices, like, stay here or go out. Like, two very different choices. Choose your own adventure. Yeah, I think, yeah, having choices is good. But not too many choices where, like, for Right, because then she'll just be like, I don't know, what do you want to do? Yeah, too many choices is overwhelming, and I'm a very indecisive person. I think two is the perfect number. Yeah. Like, a really great system of figuring out where to go to eat so that you don't fight about it is, I think you guys do this. Yeah, this is what we do. Maybe I learned this from you. Yeah. Okay, you pick, what are your numbers? Uh, well, it depends. We usually start with either four or five. Okay. So, like, one person picks, you can even do it simpler, but one person picks five options, and the next person, like, narrows it down to two, and then the it goes back to the first person, and they choose between the two, or something like yeah. that. Or, like, the way I've done it in the past is I'll pick three restaurants that I would be happy going to, and then give them to the person I'm with, and they pick one from that three. So then we're both happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a really good system. And in, as coming from someone who's in a relationship with, like, two pretty indecisive people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's a game changer. You guys were telling me yesterday you, like, there was a point when you, like, earlier in your relationship when you both wanted to go to Gelato, but they didn't think the other person wanted to go to Gelato. Yeah. And so they both kept saying, like, oh, I don't have to go. Like, we don't have to. Like, yeah, we can, we can if you want to. We can if you want. But, like, no one was saying, this is what... I would ideally do. Yeah. And yeah, like, it's helpful to put it in those terms, too. Like, not say, like, I want to do this, or, like, we're going to do this. But saying, like, in a perfect world, (laughs) I would do this. Or, like, my, like, I'm cool with multiple things, but, like, my favorite choice of these is this one. What do you, like, what's your favorite choice? Yeah. And then find something that works for both of you. Yeah. I agree with that. All right, we have several more questions here. All right, Paradise A or Paradise B? This is a long one. Do you want to try to edit it down in your mind? Okay, so this person doesn't have any kids or significant other. They don't really have anything tying them down. And basically what they need to do is they're moving from the East Coast to either Santa Monica or Emeryville. I do not know where Emeryville is. Um, so there's nothing, like, specifically drawing them to one place or the other, and they need to decide which. Um, Emeryville is close to Berkeley in San Francisco, so they would have a lot to do without too much driving, but it's expensive. Um, the Redwood Forests and Cool Mountain Roads are not too far away, but San Fran can be kind of grungy, and there's a lot of homelessness. In Santa Monica, there's nicer weather. It's a beach town. Bad traffic, still expensive. Um, And stuff is going on in L.A., but the traffic could make it still unpleasant. Um, And the people there don't necessarily seem very friendly. Um, So they are trying to choose between those two places, and they are looking for any input. I think it's great that you visited... Each place before choosing. Yes. Yeah, he has visited each, he or she has visited each briefly. I think it depends, like, I don't really know. They said that they like being social and 
but they don't really care about like shopping and stuff. They want small local places. Then I guess Emeryville, right? Would be the best. Um, yeah, I get I think Santa Monica this is kind of hard without having really been to either place. I think I've been through Santa Monica, maybe. Um but it seems like if what you're prioritizing is like finding and meeting people your own age and like having a good community that you can build, and then you talk about how the people in Santa Monica d- didn't seem as friendly to you, then if friendliness is your top priority, then Emeryville seems better. Yeah. Yeah. I think I don't. I think in either. Uh. Like, you would find local places that you would love, probably. Like, I think that's going to exist pretty much anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every place is what you make of it. Yeah. I'd say with things like this, I don't know, gut feelings are good, I guess. Yeah. Also, they say they have two great opportunities to move. So, it sounds like there are two different jobs in each place. So, definitely take into account what you're going to be doing at each job. And yeah. if you've, like, visited the companies, how much do you like the people and the atmosphere? Yeah. I don't really know what the jobs are, but think yeah. about that. Because a lot of your life is spent working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sounds like the jobs are... If if the job isn't the deciding factor for where he's moving or she... They're probably comparable. Then they're probably comparable. Yeah. But... All right. Let's do the next one. Let's see, we have a question. White chocolate, milk chocolate, or dark chocolate? If I had to pick one to eat for the rest of my life, it would probably be milk chocolate. Yeah. But dark chocolate can be really good. Yeah, it depends on the situation, but in general, I prefer milk chocolate. White chocolate? I A lot of people hate white chocolate because it's not even real chocolate. I like white chocolate. It can be a little bit sickening. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, like, very rich and very sweet. But I can get into it. Like, a white chocolate dipped pretzel. Oh, yeah, I... I'd say pretzels, or maybe I'm thinking of yogurt. Yogurt dipped pretzels. Those are yeah. good too. Yeah, I don't. Th- I would eliminate white chocolate. Uh, I would marry milk chocolate. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> marry kill. Ooh, uh, <laughs> kill white chocolate. Fuck dark chocolate and marry milk chocolate. That's my <laughs> official stance. All right, we have another question. How does one getting get into dating after having never tried once in 23 years? Oh my god. This is the ca- question for Casey. It's a perfect question for me. Okay, I didn't date until I was 24 because I'm just like a very shy person. <laughs> and I I wasn't feeling it. Until I was 24 and then I was really feeling it. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm like a successful uh, successful example of dating. I have a boyfriend. And I like him. <laughs> so what you should do is start tindering, because that's what I did. And just, like, go on dates with a ton of different people and, like, figure out what you like in a person. Um, yeah, just, like, get a feel for your dating style. Can I... Just, like, get out there. Can I introduce... Can I... <laughs> uh, can I interrupt for a second? Oh, yes, I have a second on Tinder. But what about Tinder? <laughs> what if you are living in an area where Tinder is not really a thing? Um, okay, like, Cupid. <laughs> like like Mongolia. Um, are, there must be some dating apps, right? <laughs> or, like, you could go outside and meet people. 
I wouldn't advise <laughs> move somewhere where there is Tinder. Um, yeah, okay. Your options are online dating. If you live in an area where that is not an option. Uh, Jen just drops things and accepts that they're just in the abyss. And then she throws things at me. Yeah, don't, am I doing it right? No! Dating, from my understanding, I guess. <laughs> You're like an alien. <laughs> Human dating. Like, as far as science knows. Like, just... If you throw a whole bunch of darts, something's gonna stick. Right. right? It, it is a numbers game. Um, so, but it's hard because, like, how do you meet people? The only way I know to meet people is... School. Is school, work, or online. So I guess the question is, are you open to having a long-distance relationship? Because if you are... I would. Yeah. But if you are, that opens up the dating pool significantly. I would say eventually, I don't know, asking your, (laughs) asking your friends if they know of anyone that they could hook you up with. Yeah. Because then it's not like super, it's not like the amount, same amount of awkwardness as like going to a bar and trying to pick someone up with there. Yeah, because you have a connection already. Yeah. I would say either go the complete stranger online route or... (laughs) The mutual friend route, or like family, yeah. fr- like not don't date your family. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> desperate times. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. Um, what other dating advice do you have? Um, go for it. Just like I'm a very shy person. Like, I understand. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay, now people are um, making assumptions about Jen and Noah. Okay, anyway. I definitely understand it's so scary, like, meeting people, talking to strangers. But it's worth it, I think. Like, I am a happier person now that I have put myself out there in the dating world. And also, okay, it's really easy for me to say this because, like, I don't have to practice what I'm preaching. Yeah. But, okay, so say... You go to your local Mongolian bar, mm-hmm. and you go up and, like, ask someone if you can buy them a drink. Like, okay, there are kind of three main branches of scenarios that I can envision. No, Jen loves making charts about social situations, <laughs> and I think she really is an alien. <laughs> okay, scenario A, <laughs> the person says, yeah, and then you guys talk and hit it off, and then, like... See, continue to see each other. B, they, like, accept a drink from you and, like, talk to you for a little bit, but then at the end of the night, like, that's it. There's nothing, like, nothing more comes out right. of it. Or B, or C, they just say, like, oh, no thank you. Like, I'm not interested or I'm already right. dating someone. Yeah. So, like, even the worst case scenario is not that bad. Right. And so, like, obviously rejection always sucks, but... The upside... Oops. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> Plot to us, Gnome and Jenner siblings from an alien world where that isn't weird. <laughs> Man, I love having listeners. <laughs> uh, so, obviously, scenario C seems the, like the worst. Or maybe B, if you're like upset about being out for the money of the drink and not getting anything else in the end. But, yeah, but you definitely can't assume... 
Like, yeah. if you offer someone a drink, that is just a drink. Like, it, yeah. it's, it has potential to go elsewhere, but it's... Yeah. Not. But, like, if the night ends in rejection in whatever form, you have... Like, the worst part about that is that... <laughs> is that... <laughs> is that, like... Yeah, you got rejected, and that's, like, embarrassing, and it feels bad, and it sucks, but, like, in a month, are you gonna care that that one person said no? Like, probably not. Yeah. Like, it's not gonna- in the grand scheme of things, even though it's, like, an acute sting, it's not mm. gonna make you feel bad long term. I think, yeah. Rejection is definitely part of dating, and you have to remember that rejection is a good thing. Because if you never get rejected, that means you're not trying anything. Yeah. You're not challenging yourself. If you challenge yourself, you are going to fail and you are going to be rejected. Um, yeah, it happens to everyone. And that just means that you are pushing your personal limits. You are trying to date above your league, <laughs> which is great. If you can land someone above your league, that's awesome. That's the dream. <laughs> that's, that's the dream, yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, don't be afraid to fail. Failure is good. Yes. And Fat Tony says, <laughs> <laughs> rejection sucks, but it also depends on how you get rejected. That's true. Um, but you can't, you don't have control over how you get rejected. Yeah. Like, as long as you are, like, polite and, like, not a jerk to the person, like, that's... Hopefully they'll treat you with an equal amount of respect. Right. Okay, one of our listeners says they got dumped for an Iron Man poster. Does that mean you had an Iron Man poster and she dumped you because of that? Or did she dump you and now she's dating an Iron Man poster? Either seems possible. Either way, you have our sympathy. Listener says, in line with that, I just got rejected recently. Things went south very fast. It just feels very bad. It's a mutual friend and now we're not talking. That's a very sucky situation, and I'm sorry that that happened to you. Yeah, um, that's, like we were saying, it's great to date people you have mutual friends with, because you have something in common already, and you have similar friends, but that is a risk. You risk making things weird. <laughs> yeah, I guess, like, the only thing to do is, which I'm sure you're already doing, is, like, try to keep things as, like, how they were before. Like, not... I don't know. Like... Yeah. Like, try to act normally. <laughs> Jackal says, I'd dump somebody if it meant I got an Iron Man poster. <laughs> I don't think that's the deal on the table, but thanks for your input. Yeah, and... Yeah, you need... To, so, he says that he took the risk, but it's alright. It's good and, that you took the risk. Yeah. Um, just because it ended badly doesn't mean you did a wrong thing. Yeah, and hopefully it doesn't make you, like, overly risk-averse in the future. Because eventually, like, you have to take risks. Like, something that people say, and I think is really cliche, but also really true, is that, first of all, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> but, but secondly, um, that wasn't actually what I was going to say. What I was going to say was... Like, at the end of your life, you're going to regret the things that you didn't do more than the things that you did do. Unless you do a really bad thing. Yeah, so, like, short of doing anything, like, don't kill anyone. Uh, yes, that's you, our official, actual advice. Don't kill anyone. That's the only thing 
you can really take away from this. Yeah. Confidently. So I say try to learn from previous situations as much as possible, but don't let it make you risk averse in the future. Yeah, for sure. You've got to risk it for the biscuit. Exactly. And I realize- The biscuit is happiness. And I realize that, like, it's really easy for us to, like, sit here and blabber that right. at yeah. a monitor. And yeah, I definitely don't practice that all the time. Yeah. But I'm really trying to. Like, You're I'm... trying to really risk it for those biscuits? Yeah. Like, I'm trying to put myself out there in my life in ways that I wouldn't normally do. That's... I've noticed that you've been doing that. Yeah. Please don't do that in a way that makes you trade me to another podcast. Yes. So there's some drama I going on. I don't want to go. Where... Uh, one of my friends has a podcast, and he wants to do a crossover episode where we trade him with Casey. Well, well, well. Um, and earlier, Lucky said, what do you do when someone asks you to dance? And the answer oh. to that is... You floss. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not going to do it. Um, you, if, if you would like to dance with that person, then say yes, and you can... Just, like... Jenna's a terrible dancer. She danced great at her wedding, though. Just do this? Most of the time she doesn't take dancing seriously, so it just looks like that. <laughs> she dances ironically. Um, but I can't really talk because I can't dance either. The only thing I can do is floss, which I'm not gonna do. Floss, 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 no. floss, oh my God. floss, floss. Dance to Heya! Wait, how do they know we love Heya? Uh, how, oh, we, we talked we about, talk about it that much. We talked about it on a previous episode. Yeah, last podcast we talked about how I wrote about Hey Ya to your mom. Mm. You could definitely floss to Hey Ya. You could definitely floss to Hey Ya. I danced relatively well at my wedding. And it was also, very cute. Also, I've been playing a lot of Just Dance, so I've Just got, Dance is fun. I've got don't, the moves. I don't think that it can translate to real life dancing. It can give you probably like a sense of beat, a sense of rhythm. Maybe. I think it is helping with that. Um, sometime we should stream us playing Just Dance. I am never gonna do that. Never. With these people? <laughs> what if we, like, wore masks over our faces so no one can see our faces? Oh, like that, um... <laughs> There's a music video like that. Where it was, like, two people with bags over their heads. Yeah. And they had, like, things written on them, and it was really cool. Mm. You remember. <sighs> uh, anyway, next question. Do we have any more questions? We have two more Reddit questions if you want to answer them. Sure. All right. Uh, I find it so hard getting out of bed in the morning. It's just so cozy and warm and I could just go back to sleep all day. How do I motivate myself to get up and moving in the morning? This is something that is, like, so real once winter comes and, like, I have a down comforter and it's so warm. That sounds nice. Yes. And, it, like, my pillow, I'll, like, find the perfect spot where my head fits in the pillow really good. And, like, it'll just be this really warm cocoon. And when I wake up, it's, like, the worst. I, like, the idea of getting out of bed is the worst thing I've ever had to think about. <laughs> so how do you get past that? Because I know you get out of bed. You go to work every day. Yeah, so Ortolan says, don't wait for motivation, get discipline. And that's, well, basically what it comes down to for a lot of things. But also, like, I don't, I never have to feel motivated to get out of bed because, like, I know I just need, like, yeah, I am disciplined to go to work. 
and I am wondering about what this person's life situation is like. Like, do they right. have obligations? Do they have the luxury of just staying in bed? Right. Because if they, like, don't have school or job or, like, any kind of commitments or anything, then I understand that that could be really hard. So if you want to get out of bed, you should get those things. Um, my, my practical advice is to drink a buttload of water before Ooh, you go to bed. Yes! I've used that to get me up from naps. Yeah. Yeah, like, drink a ton of water, and then you'll have to get out of bed to pee at some point, and then just, like, once you're out of bed, it's not as hard to get yeah. out of bed. Yeah. Because, like, it's impossible to, like, be comfortable or fall back asleep when you really have to pee. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot I used to do that. Use your body's biology against it. Yeah. Um... Don't you wake mid-sleep and pee? No, you have to find the sweet spot. Yeah, the right amount of water. Yeah. If you drink too much, then you will have to get up in the middle of the night. If you don't, if you drink, like, the correct amount, you'll just have to pee really badly when you first wake up. I almost never have to get up in the middle of the night to pee. If I'm in, like... Yeah, I usually don't unless I drink, like, a lot right before I go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm in a weird situation where I'm, like, waking up because, like, stuff is happening, like, if it's, like, a, a loud sleeping environment, then I do. Yeah, I would say drink, like, so what's your sweet spot amount? I don't really, mine isn't that exact. I would say, I like, like, half a bottle. Yeah, I'd say, like, a, a glass or two. Yeah. Probably, like, a glass and a half. Like, 16 ounces. A pint. Yeah, start start around there. Start at a pint. And then go and up your down. way up or down, yeah. depending. Yeah, like, you, so make sure you plan it so that you're still getting the correct amount of sleep. Yeah, but. and if it doesn't work for you, try something else. Yes. Alright, should I drop out of college? I have absolutely no motivation for college. I'm over 25000 in debt, I'm a year behind, and I'm majoring in something completely useless. I feel kind of hopeless, I don't know what to do, part of me is kicking and screaming, telling me that I have to finish, that I've already dumped too much time and money into this fiasco to just quit now. At the same time, I have zero motivation. I've never wanted to go, but I was forced into it by my parents. I'm only barely scraping by with C's, B's, and D's. I'm only 21, but I feel like I've already given up on life. Ouch. Um, so, part of this that I'm- part of what I'm seeing you buying into here is the sunk cost fallacy. That's exactly what I was thinking. Because you say that I've already dumped too much time and money into this. Um... And the sunk cost fallacy is exactly that. It's where you spent time, money, or resources on something, and then you feel like you're too far in to give up on it. Mm -hmm. But really, you could just be throwing more, mo like, good money after bad money. Yep. Like, you're already $25,000 in debt, which sucks. But if you are going to eventually drop out anyway or, like, not not get the grades necessary for you to get your degree, then it doesn't make sense for you to continue to spend money on, like, further semesters. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying that you should necessarily should drop out, but I'm saying that you definitely shouldn't use that as the reason to not yeah. drop out. If that's the reason, that's the major reason motivating you, yeah. Because if it's, like, it sounds like it's not working out for you, and like Jen was saying... If it's going to continue not working out for you and you continue putting time and money into it, it's just going to be more expenses sunk into that hole. Right. Like, then, like, because then you'll end up being $35,000 in debt and still not have a degree. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> so it would be worse off. Here's the motive. The motive. The word motivation keeps popping up, and yeah, we talk a lot about motivation. And I don't really understand it. What's my motivation? <laughs> I think that you should have a talk with people in your life who like know you and know your situation. You should talk to your parents. Um, and it seems like hash it out with them. Um, talk to people at your school. It might be possible that, like, you can take a semester off or something and, like, use that to reevaluate if this is what you want to do and then either decide to come back or not. But then the time that you put into it already won't necessarily be wasted. Mm. Um... What my brother did was he, like, he didn't know what he wanted to do. He didn't start college right after high school. He worked for a year, um, and he just decided that the kind of job that he could get with the skills he had, he did not want to do for the rest of his life, and that was enough to motivate him to go to college, and now he does something that he really likes. Yeah, um, you're, you say you're only 21, but you feel like you've already given up on life. I don't know. It sounds like you might also be depressed- Maybe you should try talking, if your school has a therapist, um, try talking to them. Um, but eventually, I think you should try to find something that you're interested in and that seems worthwhile to you, whether that be something that you can study or something that isn't necessarily in college but could shine a light for your future. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like to think that everyone has something in the world that they are passionate enough about to make them want to work toward it and work toward being good at it. You know what I mean? And, but I'm not sure that's true. Maybe there are some people who don't have anything like that. Yeah. And then maybe you, like, if, there's sort of a misconception these days that you need to go to college, and definitely college is a really good choice for a lot of different career paths, but there's also a lot of, like, skilled work, like electricians and stuff, where you can go to technical school instead of a four-year yeah. college. and that can be just, like, a year or something. Yeah. And, yeah, like, electricians can make a lot of money. Yeah. Like, more than I'm making. <laughs> yeah, so... Don't think of college as being the be-all, end-all, but also, yeah. like, don't completely write it off yet. Mm-hmm. No opinion. Do you guys know any good Tim Allen Christmas movies? Oh my god, The Santa Claus, The Santa course. Claus, obviously. Oh man, I could talk at length about The Santa Claus. <laughs> uh, I can and will talk at length about Go Santa Go for it. <laughs> what, what don't people appreciate enough about The Santa Claus? People don't appreciate... Oh my god, I had such a big crush on... The boy. The elf. No, not the boy. The elf. Bernard. Bernard. Oh my god. Bernard. Like, mmm. Tim Allen is an amazing person. And actor. Tim Allen, uh, yeah. Tim Allen used to be a cokehead. Or like a coke dealer. Yeah. And then he got caught. And then he changed his life. And he became an actor. True story. Home Improvement is excellent. Was all of the snow in the Santa Claus really cocaine? Or was that after the cocaine? <laughs> I think this was after the cocaine okay. thing. Yeah, he did turn a new leaf. 
Um, Lucky says, if I never met Casey, would I be streaming today? I have... You started streaming independently of me. Yeah, I think so. I mean, if I'd never met Casey, my life would be different in lots of ways. So, like, I don't know what sort of ripple effects that ultimately would have had. Oh my god, I wish we could, like, see in a crystal ball, like, where we would both be. I would probably be dead. (laughs) Alright, are you willing to tell our origin story one more time? (laughs) For the people? I suppose. Alright, um... Okay. Do you want to do it a word at a time? Oh, yes. We did it a sentence at a time before. So I think it'll be an extra challenge to do a word at a time. Okay, yeah. And then we'll do it a letter at a time. And then we'll do it um, a thought at a time. Uh, When we were in high school, we were both invited to a gala for smart kids. (laughs) We were both attending at (laughs) the same college. So we were seated at the same table. (laughs) We were Weird. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I thought you were weird. <laughs> yes. And I thought you were Amish. <laughs> Because you were quiet and wearing a long black skirt (laughs) and your hair was really, really, really long. (laughs) (laughs) Then... Months later, we went to college and were in the same preorientation, <laughs> the science <laughs> <laughs> one. I was. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> with my, your <laughs> parents, but Casey told her parents to scram. <laughs> so, Karen. My mom invited Casey to eat lunch with us because Karen is nice. (laughs) And Casey looked alone. (laughs) Then we 
rode <laughs> in the van without seatbelts. <laughs> and went to our dorm. I literally don't remember. <laughs> At Dinner. <laughs> Eventually, we realized that we knew each other from that gala. <laughs> the end. <laughs> that was great. Okay, you can't cut that out because it was hilarious. Okay, I won't cut it. Oh, well done. Yes. Yeah, so we met at this thing, and Casey thought I was Amish, and Casey didn't eat anything, so I thought she was real weird. I am. I, I don't have an explanation for that. I'm just weird. And then we met each other at actual school. And, and we recognized each other right away. Yeah. I was like, hey, have we met? And you were like, yeah. And then your mom was like, come eat with us. You look like an orphan. <laughs> Uh, so then we became best friends. <laughs> yeah. We lived in the same freshman dorm, and Casey would come and, uh, do crossword, uh, do jigsaw puzzles in my room. Oh, we did a jigsaw puzzle together at, in the science library. Ooh. Oh my god, did we tell this story? I don't think so. We were doing this jigsaw puzzle, and it was just a, a free-for-all jigsaw puzzle. Anyone could work on it. I think we were the only ones interested. It was, like, constellations. It was really hard. Everything looked the same. It was just yeah. stars labeled with tiny letters and we were like getting close to done with it but we had to go to a class or something yeah and then we were like walking out of the library and then once we were outside i was like jen i took a puzzle piece so no one can finish it without us and then jen was like i took a puzzle piece so that no one could finish it without us <laughs> and then that's when we realized that we're both like crazy in the same way <laughs> And that was a very cute moment. At that moment, I was like, yes, this girl gets me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, hey, it's that girl that looks like me. Yes. It's like looking yeah, in the mirror. It's like you like people who look like you because they remind you of yourself and we're all narcissists. <laughs> and that's kind of what's going on here. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are enjoying us. Um being real weirdos, because there's more where that came from. It's what we do best. This show just sky just rocketed to my number one favorite thing that's happened this year. This Aww. can be our um I'm gonna like use this as like a review of our show. Alright, good night.